Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Boo, booyah! What's up? Oh, I just saw Nick's hello. His uh, what's it called? His catchphrase. That's the word I was looking for. What's Happy up? Tuesday. What's up? Did I miss it? Did Nick say it? No, it was just me pretending to be Nick. Oh. I guess <laughs> Nick was lounging on the bed a minute ago. I thought he was going to stay here and try to be on the show. <laughs> Uh, that would not surprise me. Um, <laughs> Nick just texted me. Did you just say "was up"? <laughs> yes, Nick. You're I stealing did. it from him. <laughs> his intellectual property. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> stealing his life. Brian said he was going to join to be a good supporter because normally he can't because I use his phone. But then he realized that he could probably join from the desktop, and he's just going to oh. have it not be an active participant just be a, a lurker through the desktop a listener well yes <laughs> nick that's my line <laughs> not anymore do you think he do you think nick was already in here or do you think that he hopped in just to say that was my line i, I can tell you he hopped in here to say that that was his line because he is on a work call right now and i hear it <laughs> So I am also I I am proud of him for being able to multitask like that. Um, I know. Also, I'm now thinking of the future show True Life. My wife stole my life <laughs> on TLC, the Family <laughs> Channel, or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't think they ever call it the Family Channel. <laughs> what, am I, what am I thinking of? Is it like ABC or something? Yeah, ABC I think Family. So. Yeah. The Family Network. Hallmark, Hallmark movies. movies. Yeah. yeah. So many possibilities for this. Hello, everyone. I can't believe we have someone here from South Africa. How wow. cool. Welcome. Um, It's Tuesday, which you know what that means. Ghost stories, campfire stories, the best night of the week. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I was going to tell something really exciting today, and... <sighs> everything just dissipated out of my brain. Yeah. As it well, does. You know what I thought about? We oh, said this. Oh, go ahead. Before you forget, our YouTube channel. We need to just talk oh. about it. <laughs> we How- launched it. We launched it, you guys. This is our shameless self-promotion for a moment. Corinne and I have been working our butts off this year of 2022. And we wanted to launch a YouTube and we finally did it. And it's out there for everyone to watch. There are, I think, six episodes on there right now. Mm -hmm. And starting this Sunday, our episodes will come out regularly on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen. And at the same time, the YouTube videos will come out too. And we're just so stoked about it. I know. It's very exciting. It's I'm excited to 
I was very excited to type in our name and find us because for so long, every time I went to YouTube and typed in Two Girls, One Ghost, because we had a channel. It just didn't have yeah. anything on it. Right. When I would try to go to our YouTube, there's another video that would always pop up. I think it has like 4,000 views and I'm pretty sure I'm, I Ten count them. for like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like 3,000 of them, but it, it was someone's student project, like their high school film <laughs> Yes. Oh, gosh. It's funny. But now uh, we'll be there, too. We are there. We are there. So you can find us. And if anyone follows us on Instagram, we did take a couple pictures on our Insta story showing us together being like, guess, guess who? Guess who's together? And our photos that we used for the intro were from that photo shoot. Yeah. From just a month ago. A wee month ago. And they're the best. We're so excited about them. Shout out to Christy and Nico for uh, putting together that shoot. We showed up and it was like the most professional thing we've ever been to. And yeah, we're like, holy, we're like, what did we just walk into? Changing areas, craft services, snacks galore. Yeah. This entire box of granola bars. (laughs) And then we ate a lot of Twizzlers. We got very 90s. Red vines. uh, uh, Red vines. Yeah. And oh, actually, did. that that opens up a debate in the chat. Please let us know. Are you Red Vines or Twizzlers fan? I'm a Twizzlers gal myself. What are you, Corinne? Neither. <gasps> but you are okay. Satan. But <laughs> if I had to choose, I would do Red Vines because you get to what? pull them apart. And that is half the fun. Okay. The, like have you had the pull and peel ones of Twizzlers? Those are my favorite. Cherry I don't flavor. think I have. How do you how do you eat them? Do you dangle them above your mouth and slurp up that like one noodle, mm-hmm. or do you do I do where I like wrap it around my tongue? <laughs> okay, I, like bind my tongue. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're into bondage. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I know, I'm like a little wrapping paper moment, just a little snack, a little gift for myself. Okay. Wait, yes, the strawberry lemonade Twizzlers, the ones that are stuffed, so good, Rebecca. I'm a big fan. Um, I, with those ones, I end up, so when you eat it together, it actually tastes better because you get, like, more of the flavor at once. But then, like, when I get halfway through, I'll start to pull them off. And then I'll, like, roll them up into, like, little, like, circle discs. Mm-hmm. And then I'll eat that disc. Oh. Oh, that's fun. That's a fun way to do it. Do you do you chew it or do you just let it melt or kind of like oh, I'm a chewer soak on your tongue? Oh, I'm a chewer. I let maybe like, an unpopular snacks. So you look like fruit snacks. Oh, mm-hmm. I soak it in. Yeah, I think my favorite candy might be a payday, which is very how my random. Mom. Yeah, my mom would eat them. It's so good if you like peanuts. Oh, so good. I would say payday and then second choice Milky Way. So you're a chocolate girl. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, I'm a chewy, candy, sugary. I'm like watermelon, <laughs> sour patch watermelons are my, those and, and pull and peel Twizzlers are my jam. Mm. Mm. This is a very this important conversation different. we're having. <laughs> we're finding, yes, we have a lot of similarities, Serena, this we are not on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> but we complement each other. Opposites attract because then we do. we'll get like, you know, if we went trick-or-treating together, which we should do. Uh, I don't know why we haven't. We probably have actually. But it, when we go trick-or-treating, we will be the perfect combo of splitting our treats. Yes. That was me and my brother because he, he wanted all the sour stuff and Twizzlers and I wanted all the chocolate. That's, yeah. I'm glad you said trick-or-treating because my thought was like, oh, the world ends and we're hiding together in a bunker <laughs> with only candy. <laughs> we both we would like kill our, We shot. would kill each other from the sugar high very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncing off the freaking walls. We'd be having like pillow fights and then someone would like get thrown into a wall accidentally and get stuck. Oh, and then, God. Then the end. We both have anyway. lots of tummy problems, so we'd probably get like five pieces in and then be like, oh no, it there's smells only one in toilet. Here. We only have one bucket from Home Depot. Fuck. <laughs> we die from the fumes. Oh, gosh. Um, and then we become ghosts and haunt all of you. So, hello. hello. This is Campfire Stories. Um, hello, we, campers. Hello, campers. How are you? Uh, we uh, have a theme tonight. It is sleep paralysis. 
And that probably opens us up to some scary things. Um, so if you are in the speaker's request, make sure your stories have to do with sleep paralysis as the topic. If you accidentally speaker requested and do not have a story about sleep paralysis, let me know. We're booting you. Uh, we kicking you out. No, Say hello and goodbye. Like See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> hello and goodbye. Hello um, and goodbye. We're going to start bringing people up here. And as a reminder, let's try to keep our stories to five-ish minutes and try to find a quiet space so that everyone can hear your story. We can hear you. And uh, is that the spiel? Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because Bernie said I'm being cold. Saying, we're kicking you out. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah. love you all, but let's try we, to stay on theme. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am going to bring up Miriam. And then after that, Jessica. Lovely. I'm so glad that you are in control. Remember that one time where I had to do it? It was so scary. Hi, Miriam. Hi. Oh, my God. Who I'm is so this nervous. little cutie on your photo? It's my baby. Her oh. name is Mia. So cute. so cute. She's honestly, she's just perfect. She looks perfect. She's perfect. I'm, I'm realizing right now that anyone who's who will listen back to this later, who's not on here live, probably <laughs> thinks that we're talking about a human child. It is your dog. It's, it's my dog. dog. <laughs> it's my freaking. <laughs> the true, the biggest babies of them all are pets. <laughs> <sighs> Our angels. Our angels. I am so like, nervous. Sorry if I like just I'm having a little fangirl moment. So Oh my gosh. Don't worry. Um, Here's the thing. Everybody is. Everybody's nervous. We were shitting ourselves the first five times we came on. I would say even more than that. So yeah. <sighs> okay. You'll be okay. We're all in this better. together. We are like holding your hand in the astral plane. You've got this. Okay. So thank you. Um, I have two stories, but I'll start off with the most recent one. Um, my mom's house, super haunted, always had crazy stuff happen here, but I ended up moving out with my boyfriend and um, we, I have a, I'm kind of a magnet for weird things. And um, it started off kind of I have this uh, white owl that follows me everywhere, literally everywhere oh. for years at weird random times. So at first I kind of thought it was a friendly owl, but then it would wake me up at three in the morning and it just, it's, it's a bit of a stalker. So mm-hmm. I ended up telling my boyfriend about it and he was very skeptical. He thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> and this one time we were, I'm in San Diego, we were on the freeway. We had gone up to the mountains and I was telling him about the owl and then I see it and he's like, it's just an owl. Like, it's fine. And then we go on a different freeway heading home and we see the same owl and it's just staring at us. What? And he's like, you're not fucking kidding. And he's like, this is so creepy. I'm like, just don't stare at it because it just gives me the weirdest vibes ever. Just don't stare at it. And then... (laughs) This is goes to the story that I'm about to say about my um, sleep paralysis. So I had um, I had this like experience not that long ago where I was asleep and um, how do I explain this? It's like very vivid. It's like, a, I don't know. I, I think a lot of us have had it where you're awake, but you're not. So, yeah, it was getting that whole like numb feeling in my body and all I could see. Like, I could smell and taste smoke out of my mouth. What? It was the weirdest thing ever. And it was freaking me out because I instantly started thinking, stroke? Am I having a stroke? Is the house on fire? I couldn't wake myself up. And I just kept feeling, like, pressure, pressure all over my body. Somehow I snap out of it. And I, it's, it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like that I could feel the smoke coming out of my mouth but it's almost like it had a string because when I woke up I kind of woke up kind of in a it kind of pulled me up I don't know how to explain it 
And I started freaking out. I started going all over the house asking my boyfriend, like, do you smell that? Do you taste that? And he's like, what are you talking about? It's like smoke. It's smoke. I can taste it. I There's like, it's a, it's a distinct smell. And a week goes by and I, I, I live, I work about an hour away from my house. So I get home around seven ish and it's pretty dark by then. And I call him like, Hey, can you pick me up? I have to do street parking. And he's walking down the stairs and he's like, dude, I just saw the white owl heading towards where you're parked. And I just told him, please just ignore it. I don't like, I don't want to know anything about it. I already had that weird experience with the smoke that night. Um, this was the weirdest thing. And I was telling him I've had sleep paralysis since I was a kid. It's, it's not new, but this was a, the most like, this felt a little more um, dark than normal. Yeah. yeah. So um, that night that he saw the owl, I was in bed and started getting that feeling. It kind of starts with my toes and works its way up. And then I started hearing um, like a woman's voice that is like a smoker's voice. Oh, my gosh. And she's like whispering in my ear. It's like if someone has their lips almost (gasps) pierced to your ear and they're whispering. And I could... I know that I was understanding what she was saying while that I was in the hole. What was she saying? I, that's the thing. Like once I snapped out of it, I couldn't remember, but I was telling him, I don't know what I agreed to, but I was agreeing to things. Oh no. no. Like she was putting a curse or saying a spell over you. And and I was telling you, it was the weirdest thing because it felt eternal and it just, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right at all. And then when I woke up, it was 3, 3.37, 3.37, 3.47. And I just knew that it was just not good. So um, after that, it's just little things that will, like, will happen that just go back to the, like, in, in, I don't know how to explain it. Like, after that, I started having a lot of, like, sleep paralysis where I would feel like I would be physically and I don't know how to explain it sorry my brain's all over the place no right I mean, this that, also it, just sounds horrifying and the fact that it was plaguing you for so long like how long did it last I want to say that it had to be a few hours because it was a conversation that kept going and kept oh. going and kept going and I I just remember that I was having a conversation back and I was just agreeing to things And then I just, after that, I started having very, like, weird, vivid dreams. Almost if I kind of, like, I don't know, like an outer body experience, but in a different Mm -hmm. place. For example, a little after that, I had this, like, weird situation with sleep paralysis again where I vividly saw myself. I almost like a, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it was a car. Mm -hmm. I was on the passenger side. I know that I was in the car, but I wasn't the one sitting on the passenger side, but I was watching everything. Oh. And then the car got in a car accident and I felt the jolt. Like I felt the actual jolt. It woke me up. And then even my boyfriend's like, it's almost looks like you had like a little, um, like a little burn on my neck kind of. Oh, um, I know. Wait, do you think this is a past life? I don't know. And I'm like struggling so hard to try to make sense of it all. And just because I've, I've, I have a different story with sleep paralysis. That's a little more, um, a little more intense because there's like a trigger warning for SA because it almost feels like it was, um, like demonic- or something. Yeah. And what? that was like, and it's been, nonstop since I was a kid. I I mean, I've had this. My brother has it all the time. It's like we're magnets for this. Oh my gosh. Have you ever tried? I'm Well, first of all, I'm so sorry that, uh, I mean, especially it sounds like you've been plagued by all types of sleep paralysis your whole life. And that must be extremely frustrating and terrifying. But have you ever tried to cleanse or is there anything that like you've seen in your life that helps prevent it from happening? Um, 
I've tried, I've tried cleansing. Um, a quick background on my dad's side, they are very spiritual. They're from a part of Mexico where they still practice a lot of like, you know, their traditions, indigenous traditions. Mm-hmm. And his brother was a uh, practiced black magic. One of his brothers, a uh, curandero. So that's kind of been in my family, but I've never, I've never actually gone to it because I'm kind of scared of finding out if there's something attached to me or if I know somehow I have like a, like a family gift or something and I just don't want to open the door. But it's just, I mean, I hate to say it, but it sounds like the door is pretty open <laughs> already. I know, like, it also kind of sounds like there might be something attached to you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think that... both your questions are already answered. I know. And you know, it's, I'm sorry to just take up more time, but when that happened, that other story with um, an incubus, what I think might be an incubus. I was at a store and there was a Native American lady there and she like stopped me. I was with my best friend and she stopped me and she's like telling me that I need a cleanse. And she's like, there's something really dark attached to you. And she, and I was like, what are you talking? She's like, has this and this and this, like, have you seen this or have you felt this? And I was just, my, my best friend knew the story. That's why we were together. We were talking about it because I was super freaked out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "How does she know?" And I'm like, "I don't know. We're we're at a random store, and someone's literally <sighs> telling me all of this." And she's like, "There's a um a place down in the desert." She's like, "We can go there. We can." And I'm like, "I don't want to do any of that because I'm already yeah. in shitless of what I'm experiencing. I don't like right." But and it's hard to know, like, you know, if you're going to do something like that with someone you don't know, it's hard to trust that it's actually good exactly. for you or if it's going to exactly. do what you want it to do. And I know. But yeah, so that was kind of my story. Sorry, it was a little bit all over the place. I was super nervous. Oh, my gosh. No, it was incredible. Thank you so much for sharing with us. I'm so sorry you're going through this. I'm sure there are plenty of people in the chat who might have suggestions for you and and yeah, of things to try. And hopefully you can find some reprieve. I I hope so, too. So if anyone has any <laughs> advice or suggestions or can help out, I'm super open to that but yeah and I, I hope you never have to taste smoke again <laughs> I hope not either because Bad that was signs. <laughs> that was honestly one of the scariest that I mean I think the what the event that led after that just made it even creepier right oh man I'm so sorry but anywho thank you so much for your time that was my story thank you, Miriam thank you, you did amazing thank you so great. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, Miriam. Hug your little puppy. Hopefully that, yeah. that makes you hug feel your, safe. Hug your pups. I just keep thinking about the, one of the first things that Miriam said, where she, she said it was smoke and it feels like a string pulling out of her. It's such oh, a creepy visual. It is. Oh. It's like you're the little string puppet. pulling out of her. Oh, it would just make me think like voodoo or like something dark and or even like dementors. Like I'm picturing like the soul getting the soul out. Do, like do souls smell and taste like smoke? I don't know. But it's interesting with the the dream connection with the car accident, and she was she was not sitting in the passenger seat, but saw, like saw and experienced all of it. Right. I don't know. I don't. There's just so much. Again, uh, so many questions. We, we so many questions. <laughs> no. I think the only thing we can do is just bring up someone else. Perfect. Who did I say I was bringing up next? I can't remember. I should start writing them down. I'll be your scribe from now on. I'll be the note taker for these. Yeah, that might. I should. I only meeting have, like, notes. Literally, I'm, draw, I'm drawing next to me. I could just write down people's names as I <laughs> do this. I like um, that you're doodling. Well, I'm not a good doodler. I'm just tracing the lines that are on here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's whatever works. Yeah. So long as it's um, giving you peace. It is. I can't remember who I said. Does anyone remember in the chat? Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier 
about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. okay, bringing Sarah up. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hi. Hi, Sarah. Hi. I'm so excited. Okay. I just hopefully we didn't shock you by being like, <laughs> we're like, you have time. You don't. You won't be on stage yet. And then we're like, just kidding. You're on stage. <laughs> yeah. No, I was talking to my parents. I was like, oh my god, I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. Now's my time. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh wait, shit. <laughs> but, um, well, hello. Before I uh, put myself, like, asked to speak, I didn't realize there was a theme. So it's not going to be sleep paralysis. Okay. Okay. So it's going to be short. Um, I lost my dog um, a couple months ago. And um, so sorry. It's okay. She was pretty old, 16, actually. Wow. Wow. Long life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super long life for a dog. Yeah. How amazing. And, um, a month ago, I decided to get a new dog because I was like, I'm ready. And I just love dogs. I love having pets around me. And um, about two weeks in of having this dog, um, I hear claws kind of like click clacking on the tile. <gasps> yes. And I was like, and I was I was looking for my dog. I was like, okay, where is he? You know, it might be him. He was on the couch. He wasn't. He was. He didn't just get on the couch. He's been there for like a few minutes. Oh. And I keep on hearing it, and I feel like it was a way of telling me that they approve of the new dog. Oh. And, yeah. That is so sweet. That's so special. Yeah. And that was actually my first time telling that to anyone. So. <laughs> this is uh, this is yeah. your first time. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing this with us. Of course. We're so honored to be the That's such a special keepers of your story now. Experience too. Like so beautiful and and peaceful and and it also just makes you feel even better that you have a new dog and that your your dog that passed away approves. Yeah. I was really happy. Also, you know when happens today, my dog Actually, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But uh, like something that happened today, I was at a crystal place. And you know how you were talking about how like a pendulum called to you? Or no, mm-hmm. wait. Yes. Was yeah, no, it did. The pendulum swung okay. back and forth as I was. Okay, so I was like, I was looking at pendulums and there was one on each side. And so I turned around. And I'm looking at all, all the pendulums. All of them are still with this one black and blue one was just swinging back and forth while I was staring at it. I was like, did you buy it? Yes, I bought it. Good. Good. It picked you. Yes, it did. That is exactly what you should do. Or at least I think that's exactly what you should do. Yeah. And there was amazing in that place. It was, um, I know it was for me. So I I brought it home. Have you used it yet? Um, not yet. I I like to clean cleanse it. I mean, I did it earlier, but I'm gonna do it again because I'm extra cautious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, doesn't hurt to be. Yeah. Always a little it bit only of helps risk with anything like that. Yeah, but I'm very curious what you'll what you'll find out and how this will age you and your connections now that you'll be using a pendulum that shows you. Yeah, I'm excited because I've been trying to be more open. 
us well, too. It's it such a battle like... because it's like you you want to be open, and then as soon as something scary happens, you're like, close my, close me off, close me off, <laughs> close the door. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Well, we'll wow. be in this together. I'm going to start using well, my pendulum too. So you and I together, pendulum Sarah, sisters, do this. Awesome. You'll have to keep us updated if you see or experience your past, your dog that passed away again, or mm-hmm. if you have anything exciting happen with your pendulum. Okay, I definitely will. Thank you so much Thank for you. coming to share this with us. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks, Sarah. Anyone else with sleep paralysis stories, please request to speak. Yes. Okay, I'm going to bring up Kristen and then Leia. Because Leia like my kitty. Leia. Felt differently. Kristen. I think I unmuted. Yeah. Yes, you did. We can hear you. Who is Hi. your kitty? That's Brewer. Hi, Brewer. Is Brewer wearing a bow tie? Brewer is wearing a bow tie. He's very oh, handsome boy. Distinguished, what a distinguished gentleman. gentleman. <laughs> he's, he's looking at me wondering, what are you doing? <laughs> We're just talking about you, Brewer. He's a sweetheart. Oh, so, he looks cute. so, so cute. Sweet. <laughs> so have you experienced sleep paralysis? Um, I have experienced sleep paralysis since I can remember. I no, actually no. it's quite frequent for me. Oh wow. Um so sorry. I actually find it comical now because of other people's reactions to me when I'm having it. Um, People just are around when it happens. Well, yeah, like um, I, I have a recurring werewolf dream where I'm being attacked by werewolves. Um, that started when I was like five-ish. I think is it it goes back that far where I was in the dream. I was on a jury and we convicted a guy of murder. And then the judge made us go to the um, death sentence where we had to watch a lethal injection. <gasps> and the they made me push the button in my dream for the injection oh to go God. down. No, and no, in no. <laughs> and um, in the dream, uh, the injection messed with the DNA of the person that was put to death and it changed him into a werewolf it like changed his dna into a werewolf and then he went on a rampage hunting down all the jurors and killing them off this This could be a movie frankenstein mad scientist this is great i think this would be a fantastic movie um i mean not great as in great to experience i'm sure it's horrifying it was terrifying as a five-year-old having this dream but since i still have it i i've learned to I think it's funny because um, my husband tried to wake me up one day because I was screaming in the dream or in my sleep and he tried, he grabbed my arm. And um, so I was, I attacked him. I punched him like I seized up and I started to wake up and I punched him and I yelled at him to not effing touch me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Good. your ground. (laughs) So I find it funny because he was freaked out because it's like you were just screaming and your jaw was clenched and your body was like completely rigid. And then he said, don't effing touch me. And then you punched me, you know, like, oh, <laughs> no, don't touch me when I'm having sleep paralysis. I'm having a night terror. Just it's kind of like don't sleep or don't wake a sleepwalker. Yeah. So it's like I can get a little violent. Um <laughs> It's but in the dream, the, we always think about paralysis as in like you truly can't move. And I feel like the sensation is that you're unable to move. But mm-hmm. clearly you're throwing, you're throwing bows left yeah. and right. You're just like, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, I, I hit him. <laughs> and it, um, just like on Saturday, my husband and I, we were going to a beer festival in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'm in Michigan. And this plane had made an emergency landing in the median in the middle of the highway. Um, he was fine. He actually did a great job with the, the landing. He was, a, he was clearly a great pilot. Um, but that night I had dreams about aliens coming and abducting me. And I had sleep paralysis on Saturday night, Sunday morning. And um, I, I was screaming in my my sleep. And my husband's like, I didn't touch you, but you were screaming all night long. And I'm like, sorry. All night long. Yeah. Well, at least that means that you weren't actually abducted by aliens. Because no, he I wasn't. <laughs> saw you still there physically. 
yeah, I had watched a zombie movie and then I, you know, so it all worked into my dreams, but um, it, like, it happens at least a couple times a month for me for sleep paralysis. So, but um, you have such a there, nonchalant attitude towards it that I, I, I really uh, admire. It's been a few decades since I've um, been living with it. So I've, I've, I've learned to not be afraid of it. And I, and I just tell myself, wake up, wake up, wake up. Cause I recognize what I'm doing it and I've, I've learned to control it. Um, and I can tell myself to wake up in the dream and just relax and wake up. And and then I'll often wake up screaming, wake up, wake up, wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything that you've noticed is a trigger? Like if you have chocolate before bed or if you Mm -hmm. sleep on your back or something like that, do you know what? Yes. If I have like, I love cereal at night for dinner. If so, if I have like a sugary cereal or um, like ice cream, like a sugary dairy something before I go to bed, it's almost guaranteed I'm going to have sleep paralysis. Do you still enjoy those things before bed just because you like them and you you prefer that over you? You will sacrifice yourself and take sleep paralysis for the <laughs> treats. Yes. <laughs> I will endure the torment because I've learned to control it because there's nothing like a nice bowl of like fruity pebbles before you go to bed. Um, <laughs> but I am trying trying the magic spoon cereal. So hopefully that'll oh, yeah, maybe impact that'll me differently. So yeah, let us know because then we'll start advertising that it's sleep paralysis. Free. <laughs> yeah. Sleep paralysis <laughs> approved. <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. Oh these well, are I, I mean yeah, you're the you're the bravest and calmest yeah. person we've ever met who's encountered sleep paralysis. So this is exciting. Well, trust me, when I was like ten, it wasn't so good. It, it was I very know, terrifying. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm imagine. 46 now, so it's it's been a lifelong learning of how to deal with it and handle it. So but I feel like you're the there's like the before and after there's like the person who's sharing their first sleep paralysis experience and you who's like, ah, it gets better. I feel like we need <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> it is creepy though, because I to conquering sleep paralysis. I mean, it's creepy because I can feel things like in when I do it. So like if it's raining in the dream or something, I can feel the rain or I can feel like a fire. I can feel the heat and the cold and the taste and smell things. Um, I've never smelled the or tasted the smoke like the previous person. Um, But, yeah, you have all those sensations. It's really weird. and It's super vivid, like a movie. Um, So it is terrifying. But I've learned that it's. Um, at least I hope it's nothing really major, but it's scary. Oh my gosh. Now I'm just, I'm trying to think about when I have sleep paralysis again in the future. Cause it does happen sometimes when I'm napping during the day and I'm just going to hopefully like think of you when it happens and be like, you know what, if Kristen <laughs> can conquer this and get herself out of it, then so can I. Yeah. Just tell yourself to wake up repeatedly, wake up, wake up, wake up and you will. At least that it works for me. Okay, I'm going to. That and punching people. Is your husband that and punching people? He can hear you saying like, "Wake up, wake up!" As you wake up. Yes. (laughs) Evidently, I get kind of loud. I don't make any other noise when I'm sleeping, Um, but when I'm having those dreams, I get very vocal. Wow. (laughs) Weird. Well, thank you so much for sharing. This was. I was prepared for this episode to be frightening the whole way through. And while your experiences are scary, this was, uh, we laughed a bit, which was really nice. Thank you. Well, I'm happy. (laughs) Thank you you so much for letting me share. It was, it's like, I'm very nervous. So thank you. Of course. You were great. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye, Kristen. Bye-bye. Well, I was not anticipating the bravery that we just encountered. I know. Me neither. I mean, All right, I I'm just... going to bring up Leia. Oh, yes. Leia. And then after that, I will bring up Sween. Hey, ladies. Hello. Hello. Did, did we pronounce your name correctly? Yeah, yeah. it's actually, I shortened it because it's actually Solea. And I was like, well, let's not let them, print, you know, have trouble with that. What is it? <laughs> Say that again. Solea. So Solea. I just put it as Leia. Yeah. Kitty. Oh, <laughs> though. And Thank honestly, you. it's fine. You can always correct people on how to say your name. People butcher my name constantly. So Aww. just going to say, no, that's not how you say it. You say it like this. 
Yeah, I'm also very nervous. I've been listening to you guys for a while, and I didn't think I was going to get chosen. So this is cool. Welcome. It's your time. So I have two, um, one spooky and one like my first ever, I don't know if it's 100% sleep paralysis, but um, I was like eight. I, I thought I was dreaming. And in my dream, I, I, I was upside down and I was screaming. I'm upside down. Somebody help. And I saw my body in the bed. Um, oh, like I was upside over down. It? Yeah. And so maybe I should have started with like my family's very my father's very uh spiritual we've always grown up spiritual so in the dream I'm screaming it and I see my my mother and my father run into the room and my dad grabs my shoulders and shakes it and it was like a breath like and then I see him and I'm not upside down and he was like are you good <laughs> and I was like huh? And just stared at him like, what just happened? Because I was very, very confused. Maybe looking at it further, I was like, I don't know if this was sleep paralysis or if this was me accidentally almost astral projecting away. Right. Which honestly, I mean, with sleep paralysis, maybe it's a little bit of both. We don't really understand what sleep paralysis is. And there's so many different types of experiences people have it makes me wonder if maybe some people who experience it you are in the astral plane and a lot of people just stay within their physical body but maybe you did start to move out of it and hover right right it was uh i still i i don't understand it and you know he did tell me that i didn't make any noises he just felt like he had to run to the room so it was like did i call to him uh you know, like, because he was like, yeah, we were just checking on you and, and you just didn't look right. So I shook you. And I, oh I was gosh. like, oh, so I didn't yell. And he was like, no, the boys would have woken up because I have brothers. And I was like, OK. <laughs> and as a child, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. But as an adult, you're sitting there and you're like, that makes no sense. What what actually happened? Right. It's weird. It's like you tapped in and basically somehow alerted him that you needed help. His parental tingly senses kicked in. <laughs> Which I'm glad that they did. Right? Because I would be gone. Also, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm picturing too your soul like tethered through a cord to your body. And if he hadn't gone in and shaken you, maybe you would have yeah kept dr- drifting on off. And it would have been <laughs> a lot harder to kind of snap you back into your body. Right. Oh my gosh. Has anything like that happened since? No, I though I've only had one other sleep paralysis like occurrence. That's the spooky one. Um, but it was it was very different. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> like, this is like <laughs> such a horrible topic for us to have because the point of this is <laughs> we're on audio, so like we have to we have to talk and we can't just like sit silently, but I need to just I need process. to process it. Yeah. <laughs> Computing. Process. We don't have processing time right now. I'm like, wow, just really. And also, about sleep it. paralysis is so, like, there's just, it's so hard to know or like predict or figure out how to prevent. So it's just one of those topics that it's uh, a bit unsettling and leaves us, um, as I say, befuddled. Befuddled. <laughs> befuddled. <laughs> oh wow okay well i'm glad that everything is okay or at least like ended well in that scenario yeah that that one was okay then the next one is a little bit um a little bit spookier um i actually after the first one or did it yeah this one was more no, this one was when I was an adult. Uh, this was only like three or four years ago. Um, I, I just remember being in a dream and it was like someone was staring at me and I was trying to move to see who it was, but I couldn't. And then I actually opened my eyes in my bedroom and this demonic creature came towards me with its, I don't know if you consider them hands, but literally pushed me off the bed. And I fell and I actually had bruises uh, the next day. I thought it was a dream and I thought I pushed myself off the bed because that's what you do, right? You go, oh, no, that was just weird. Uh, and the next day I, I realized I had bruised on my chest and on my thigh where I had been pushed 
off of the bed. Uh, But it was in that moment, I couldn't move. Like I saw it and I wanted to, like you, you want to like move. And I just couldn't, I couldn't even say anything. It was just such a quick, scary moment. We actually ended up blessing the house and everything afterwards, because of course (laughs) that's not good. Um, And everything got better. But uh, I found out later, my brother was having dreams of uh, shadow people at the end of his bed and he wasn't telling anyone. And then I'm a little bit more sensitive than him. So I just think it it kind of cued in on that. Wow. So it just sounds like there was a lot happening in this house. Yeah, I lived on a military basis for a long time because my father was um, in the military. So I think it was like a lot of the old uh, housing. You have a lot of people that move in and out of them. And I, at the time, that was in New Jersey. So it, it has a little bit of history on that base. That's what we kind of contributed to because of all the war and the you know right. terrible things yeah, that, that happened sense. on the land. That makes sense. Haunted New Jersey. Out of (laughs) places in New Jersey that's haunted. Jeez. Oh my God. I'm like, my my closet is open. And so now I'm just thinking about like the demon eyes when you opened your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. I really should set up my, my situation here so that I can hear all of the spooky things without wanting to cry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, thank you both so of much. These. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. you a great good Me too. Oh, I, I need to take a breather. I need breath. like a bubble bath. Yeah, bubble bath. A nice massage or something positive. To be surrounded by a white light or something. I don't know. I know. Every time I take a bath, I do pretend I'm on a talk show. Right? Don't you do what? that too, where you're like, you don't do that. I thought that was you universal. pretend you're on a talk show. Yeah. I'm like in the bath. I'm chilling. And I'm just like, I just envision me on a couch, like across from oh. Kelly Clarkson or Ellen or, or something. And I rehearse what I would say in our conversation. Oh, 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 so every time I take a bath, I like end up like watching Twilight or some movie in, in that <laughs> vein. So I'm not really thinking about much. And then I get cold and then I get out and I only watch like 10 minutes of yeah. the movie. Yeah. You always wait until the water's like not even lukewarm. It's it's truly room temperature. And then you yeah. get so cold and it defeats yeah. the purpose of getting all warm and toasty. Exactly. Um, okay. I'm going to bring up Sween. And then if we have time, we'll bring up someone else. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Jen, I had the same exact thought in my head that that gif of the hormone monstrous bubble boo bubble boo bubble boo Hello. can't do it. Hello. Hello. Did I say Hi, your honey. name correctly? Yes, you did. Thank Amazing. you. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, I'm I'm nervous. My first time, but I've been listening to you guys for a while. And yeah, okay. I'm going to try and make this short cuz I'm in the middle of work. I'm, I'm from the Philippines. <laughs> it's it's um eight no yeah nine in the morning here. So. Oh my god! Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Wait, where where are you located? In the Philippines. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. We're getting a call from the Philippines. This is so cool. <laughs> You're all around the world. I uh, you you so cool. your triangle in here through me and I've been like telling people about you guys and they I think I'm it. weird but it, it's no. not a common thing here in the Philippines because if you like um watch the paranormal or listen to anything paranormal like you're weird or you're crazy or like um you're you're just inviting anything negative and I'm like no I just enjoy these things but they don't yeah. understand <laughs> that really surprises yeah. me because I feel like the Philippines, I think of the Philippines as one of the most haunted places in the world. I would say the Philippines and Mexico are the top two most haunted countries, in my opinion. There is a haunted country, but it's like um, something that you don't want to talk about. Yeah, the superstitions. I, yeah, mm. I live in the, in the mountains, like in like two hours away from the downtown or like where downtown is. So. Like it's something that you don't want to talk about because if the more you talk about it, um, the more you invite things. So that's that's kind of true. <laughs> okay, yeah. so uh, my story is uh, um since like probably until high school until like I closed myself up because it got really scary. I keep having like sleep paralysis, paralysis almost every night, and when I wake up, uh, I would look at the clock and the 
the, the second hand would just land at 12 and it's exactly 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. So it, because of that, until now, when I wake up in the middle of the night, I can't look at the clock. I just don't want to. I'm scared. <laughs> it scares the shit out of me. So I don't want to. So um, every time that happens, so, you know, the usual sleep paralysis until, because I live, I used to live in a house because I, I've already moved out, wherein we have a basement and a basement is not, having a basement is not common here in the Philippines. Like you don't have a basement or you don't have an attic. It's just mm-hmm. not usual. So I have we have a basement. And then because our family was growing, my grandma decided to convert that into my brother's room because it's a huge basement. It's really wide. And so they did. They moved everything out, sold stuff, and turned it into my brother's bedroom. There's two of them. But they don't want to sleep there because it's scary. Understandable. It's a basement. I don't blame them, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame them. But being the, the, the big sister, I'm like, I'm going to take the basement. You can take my pink room. Like, no, we don't want your room. It's pink. <laughs> like, oh, like, I don't no, want take the either. deal. It's a good offer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I don't want pink either, but you don't want the basement, so I'm taking it. So, and then, so I did. I took the basement, and we had um, like a, a a helper at the house, and so I told my mom that our helper can sleep with me in the basement because she's she's you know she's someone we trust already, and I can because it's it's really huge, so we can fit two like single beds and like have a separation. It's it's huge. And everything started there before I I couldn't take it. And I moved back to my, my own room, the pink room. But my brother still won't take the basement. They've been sleeping with my parents. <laughs> they really won't take it. So the first time, well, it wasn't really the first time. It happened so many times. But this, one of the scariest is when I was studying and then I got tired. So I, I took a nap. And... I woke up to sleep paralysis and my thought was like, oh, okay, here I, here we go again. I'm just going to like tell myself to wake up. Just like Leia, <laughs> just got to tell myself to wake up, like wake up now, wake up. Or I'm just going to wait it out. And I can hear like tiny people laughing at me. Like they're giggling and I know they're laughing at me. It's like, it's like I can't see them, but I can feel them. They're surrounding me. And my grandfather used to say there are dwarves or elves, little creatures that live in the basement. And sometimes they would climb up the trees. But, you know, I thought it was just him um, scaring me when yeah. I was a kid. So I and guess then not. Like, I, well, I guess not. There's some truth to it. So they're laughing at me. And I, I got like because. I was tired from studying and I was like, I was like telling them, just piss off. I'm tired. Don't, don't bug me. Then the, the laughter just got louder and louder until it's just ringing in my ears. And it was like, I saw struggling this time to get up because, and then in my head, I was yelling, like, stop laughing, stop laughing, stop laughing until it stopped. And then I just took a deep breath and got up and everything was normal. I even have my lights on, uh, my books are right next to me. And so my thought is I might have been just really tired because I was from studying. But that was unusual because there was this little, little people laughing. And that never, it never happened again. But the, the scariest that really like made me leave the basement, like I don't want to sleep there anymore, is my... The, the the layout of the basement is it's got a a little window wherein you can see the the floor outside the ground outside mm-hmm. I, and my bed like the foot of my bed was is facing that window so I can see when people would be walking past um that the window so I will have night. a window in there that's nice and, yeah at least there's a window but it's so small and. <laughs> And my grandma has a lot of potted plants, so it's the the shade. It's still it's still dark. Yeah, <laughs> still, there's still barely any sunlight going through the window. So I, I woke up 
one night in a sleep paralysis. And then there was this old woman at the foot of my bed who's in all dressed in white, really long white hair. And then she was calling my name. And not so much I, happening in this room. <laughs> so much happening in this room. She was just calling my name. And in my head, so I was on my back at, at this time, at this stage. So I was on my back, which is why until now I hate sleeping on my back because of this experience. I'd rather sleep on the side or on my stomach. But yeah, so she was at the foot of my bed calling my name and I was struggling because I wanted to wake up. I was telling myself, come on, wake up, come on, like start by moving your fingers or you're wiggling your toes, like telling myself to wake up. And she just kept calling my name again and again and again. And so until I, I could move my mouth and I said, what do you want? I can't believe I did that, but I was already like scared. You're frustrated. Shit. Yeah. Frustrated. And like, I was like, what do you want? And she like screamed and then she floated and swooped down onto me. Like her face went oh. to my face and I screamed. <laughs> ah, what? <the> heck? <laughs> I, of course I screamed. And this, like, this time I was alone in the basement. There was no one with me. And it was when she did that, she was, she screamed, I screamed, she, she swooped down onto me. I woke up, I run upstairs, I just slept with my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> slept, cuddled next to my grandma, she woke up and was like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, nothing, I just want to sleep here. You should I never her. There's a scary lady hovering around, <laughs> swooping around and trying to lay on top of me. I, I. I can't tell her because even I remember as a young child, I, I would tell my grandma, I can see a lady in the basement, you know, but I, I would, you know, growing up, I was like, oh, probably just my imagination as a child, because that's what my grandma would tell me. It was just your imagination. Mm -hmm. And my mom doesn't believe in these things. My dad would just joke around and say, I have a ghost friend. I was like, okay, dad. <laughs> but, um, and so I, I I could I couldn't tell her I couldn't tell anyone. But after that, no one would want to sleep in the basement, like because I can't sleep in the basement. No one would anymore. <laughs> so it became another storage area. And to this day, my 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 little brother when he was because we are like six siblings, um, and my I'm the eldest. So my my youngest the youngest is fourteen now. But when he was like two or three. Um, and my, my parents were both out of town. I had the duty to take care of my siblings, of course. So he woke up one night and then we went to the living room because the basement, like the entrance to the basement is like behind the living room. So you can see it from the living room. He woke up one night. I put him on a chair. I put on um, a, a kid's show so he can go back to sleep. He just suddenly stood up, looked at the basement and said, I'm scared. <laughs> oh, I was like, okay, what are you You're seeing? You're like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what are you? I was like, what are you seeing? And he was just staring at it. He's just staring at it. I was like, okay, stop staring at the basement. <laughs> you, can, you can go back to sleep now. Like, even when I would go down there to get stuff, he would join me. He would sit on my lap and then he would try to shrink. Like he's trying to ah. hide from me. He would be looking at the dark side of the basement and then he would try to shrink. And I would ask him, um, are you seeing something? And he'd be like, yes. I, okay, what are you seeing? And then he wouldn't talk. He would, he would just shut up. And then, okay, tell me, are you scared? And he's like, yes, can we go now? Like, why'd you even join me in the first place? But okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. And so until now... Like, I think no one would dare go in the basement alone. It's just yeah. really scary. But there are a lot of things happening in that house. It My sounds like it. I like, I'm, I'm so intrigued. I want to know more. You'll have, you're, you're going to have to email us and come back and be on this multiple times. Or you know I what? Will. We'll fly out and come visit the house. <laughs> it is an old house. Well, not really old, like probably 30 or so odd years because my grandfather built it and it, we are one of the oldest residents in that area. Wow. So 
my my family like they people know my family because we're one of the firsts so it's also a big house a huge house for an old filipino home and it's, and I thought it was a small house because probably we were, were like eight or nine in the family. And then people would come over and they'd be like, you have a big house. And so it's <laughs> plenty of room for all the spirits. That's why you guys are so yeah. haunted. Everyone's so moving in. roommates. Wait, Sweet, so, I have a question for you before before we let you go. You have sure. to solve a mystery that has been happening in the chat. We've been hearing oh. this kind of a low hum that's kind of rhythmic, but it doesn't really have a pattern behind you. It's like, woom, 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 woom. is there music or like a bass or an air conditioner or something in um, your background? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing. I, I even have the door open. And is there a fan? Hold on. Maybe. Oh, I think I know what it is. <gasps> it's what our is neighbor. It? Our neighbor doing karaoke. Oh, at 9 a.m.? <laughs> yes, it's common. It's common here in the Philippines. Like, you can do karaoke anytime. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, probably so because funny. I hear it every day. It's this like, is amazing. <laughs> Ruth goes, she's just getting ready for her day. <laughs> so awesome. I, I don't know what song they're singing. That oh, is it's amazing. It's not Filipino song they're singing. <laughs> oh, my God. So fun. I'm going to start doing karaoke at 9 a.m. Seriously. Well, thank you so, so much for sharing your experiences with us. We look forward to any emails or or future times that you come on because this was so fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. Especially from the Philippines. That's amazing that you joined. I do my best to join in my, whenever I feel like there's a lot. It's a light workload because it's the middle of my work day. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for bringing me. I'm, you you guys are doing awesome. I really love you guys. I feel like you're my best friend, even Aww. if you're not. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. Every day. So thank you. And you have a lovely evening. Hope you sleep thank well. You. Well, have you a great too. full day ahead of you. <laughs> well, thank you. Wow. Okay. You guys, another fantastic Tuesday evening with our campers. Yeah. I mean, we got a little bit of everything. We even ended with karaoke. This karaoke. Is, this is Who awesome. knew? <laughs> Who knew? I love it. Who knew? I well, love when you think maybe there's something paranormal happening and it gets debunked because it's actually just the neighbor singing karaoke next door. That yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> Apparently in the you film, common is what saying. Common She's mistake. Like, it's, no, it's, it's common. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. We will be back here next Tuesday. You also can catch us on our Two Girls, One Ghost feed. Don't forget, we have YouTube now. So go subscribe. Share it with all your friends. Um, if you're in the triangle, you're here if you're in the triangle, let's be honest. So make sure you keep building that triangle. Build that pyramid scheme up for us. Yes. Tell all uh, your next friends and family. Week- we will not have a theme, so it's a free-for-all, so everyone can just come on and, and share their spooky stories. And I also just put the Discord link in the chat. Perfect. If anyone does not know what Discord is, it's basically like different channels for people to group text in. And there's also some uh, audio voice channels. So I know that there's definitely a healthy group of people that head over there after each one of these. And a lot of people join that extra um, audio chat to also share spooky tales and get to know each other and just have fun yes so that is there i'll post it one more time there and so much fun and this is also so much fun and we'll see you guys next week the same time and we will and we will see you on on the other side bye Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.